I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, you delectable little triangles. I'm Andy. And I'm Carrie. And you're listening to the very first episode of the brand new series of... Ask the Clever Grown-Ups! Yes, I can't believe it took us so long, but here we are at long last. Back with a vengeance. Back with a vengeance. Back Back with with a vengeance! vengeance. Here we are, back with a vengeance. Bringing you the show that improves your intelligence. Throwing down knowledge like a bear eats honey. Hardly anyone listens and we get no money. That was weird. And a, a little bit depressing. But never mind, because let's get on with the show. Who have we got for our first episode, Professor Stanton Features? Well, Dr Quinlan Face, we've got Michael and Catherine, two tiny little children who were so ignorant I thought I was going to be sick all over my own legs. Oh, yeah, they wanted to know how do mirrors make you see yourself. Who was the first person to wear gloves? All sorts of things. So let's get on with it. Roll the tape, whatever that means. <laughs> Today we're joined in the studio by two very unknowledgeable children indeed. We've got the amazing... I mean, do you even know your name and your age? Yeah. Michael. Oh, and how old are you? Michael. Six. Six. He's tiny. He's He's the size of a (laughs) cornflake. And we've also got the amazing... Catherine. And how old are you, Catherine? Eight. She's the size of three cornflakes, a bit bigger. (laughs) And um, also, we're very lucky to have back with us our, one of our uh, favourite friends from the world of childhood. It's Anthony Plum. Hey, Anthony. What have you been up to lately, Anthony? Any amusing tales? Any anecdotes from your half term? Okay. No. No, Not so many. It may be later. Shy. He's a bit, bit shy. shy. He's a little bit shy. Maybe we'll um, get a question out of him later. Anyway, we'll stick with Catherine and Michael to begin with and see, see how we go, see. and then maybe replace them with some other children if they um, aren't up to scratch. If they do it wrong. No pressure. Question one How do mirrors make you see yourself? Ah, well, mirrors, famously, um, are born in the Amazon jungle. They're a small group of mammals who um, hang about in the jungle, reflecting on things. They're very thoughtful. And uh, in 1867, Lord Farquhar Quaquarson <laughs> went sorry, on a famous expedition sorry, to the Amazon Harry, jungle. Sorry, was it 67? Yeah. Uh, I, I learned 66, 1866. Oh, he left um, the UK in 66 uh, and he arrived there in 67. Sorry, it was Sorry, I should, have, I should have been clear. No, go on. Lord Farquhar Quaquarson. 
for yeah, lot of far, 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 son, um, got to the Amazon jungle and um, realised that his moustache had drooped because he could feel it on the corners of his. He had a famously big curly moustache and he could feel it on the corners of his mouth, and um, and he didn't know what to do about it. Oh no! But the um, the mirrors of the Amazonian jungle thought they'd come up and give him a hand, and they stood in front of him. And um, and said, "Oh, wait, yeah, you need to you need to curl that up a bit." And they and he lo- and he looked at them and he saw his own face, and he he curled them up, and then he um, put them on a boat, took them back to England, and sold them in shops. He took the mirrors out of their natural habitat in the Amazonian jungle yeah. and forced them to work for us humans in the Western world. What do you think of that? That's mean. It is it a is bit mean. mean isn't it's it? really mean, isn't but, it? But here's the moral dilemma: Do you use mirrors? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're useful. My dad told us not to. Your dad told you not to use mirrors. Really? Yeah. Why is that? He doesn't like us seeing my hair. I can understand that because I've seen your hair; it's atrocious. But <laughs> even knowing the cruelty of Lord Fahakhasan, would you still use mirrors? Yes. Are you a vegetarian? Mm. No. Would you eat a mirror? No. No. Have you ever looked into the mirror and when you move, it makes a different movement than you're making? Have that ever happened to you? No. It happened to me for ages, and I noticed that it didn't even look like me. But then I worked out it wasn't a mirror; it was a window, and there was an old woman outside who was like just doing. I don't. She was just going about her business in the bushes, and I thought it was me. I've been, I've been, cha- I've been shaving. I've been doing my hair in front of the mirror every morning. No, I'd just been looking at an old woman. So I finally worked it out. It wasn't my magical mirror version, just moving differently to me and looking like an old woman. It was just an old woman. Another time, right? I thought I'd been looking in the mirror, and I thought, oh no, I've turned into loads of people running along an athletics track. It's all right, it was just the TV. I was watching the Olympics. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the problems when you think something's a mirror and they're not. The other day, in fact, just this moment, I thought I turned into a small boy called Michael who was wearing a stripy top, but I just worked out, no, I was just looking at Michael. Looking at Michael, yeah. The other day, I, I thought I turned into um, some countryside moving really, really fast, but it turns out I was just on a train. And... Wow, does that answer your question? Yes. Well, then you're very easily pleased. Next. <laughs> Question two. Why do you only get fish and chips once a week? Ah. Ah, that, right. The answer to why you only get fish and chips once a week is that you have really mean parents. (laughs) I eat fish and chips all the time, You can have fish and chips every day of the week for breakfast, lunch, dinner, mid-afternoon snack, bedtime treat, midnight feast... Elevens is. Uh, I, by the way, I even sometimes have fish and chips, and inside that fish and chips is smaller fish and chips. A chunky chip right. with a little fry yep. inside it. Yep. A nice little big lovely piece of haddock with a goldfish lined up through it. Oh, yep. it's brilliant. When you're a little kid, when you're a tiny little kid, just the size of a cornflake or three cornflakes, right? <laughs> when you're like that, you just you don't really get to make very many decisions. But later on, you get old and wise, like yeah. me and Carrie. Yeah. And then you can then you say, my mum and dad aren't around to tell me what to do. Guess what I'm going to do? Have fish and chips. Oh, the blimmin' oh, time. Oh, what do you fancy for breakfast, yeah. Carrie? I fancy fish and chips. Oh, snap. Me too. Should we just get Let's some? Let's just get some because we're grown-ups. Yeah. We can do what we want and oh. our mum and dad can't tell us what to do no oh, more. Oh, look, there's Catherine and Michael on the other side of the road. Oh, guess what they're eating? Weetabix. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, Catherine and Michael. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, we're having fish and chips for breakfast again. Oh, look at their little faces. <laughs> oh, Catherine, well, I've got one chip left. Do you want? Oh, too late. Oh, no, I've had it now. Oh, hey, Michael, do you want some of this delicious thing? Oh, I've licked oh. it. Now. Oh, by the way, this is the best fish and chips I've ever had. It's amazing fish and chips. It's brilliant. What, what else can't you do when you're a kid? What aren't you allowed to do? We're not allowed to play football in the house. Guess what? 
I can I'm, play football in the house. I play I'm, football in the house all day I, long while I'm eating fish and chips. Yeah, me too. Shoving fish and chips into my face while kicking a football all over the shop. I guess what the goalkeeper is in my house. It's a fish. And right, and, and my, the posts. The chips. posts are chips, right? And the ball, <laughs> the ball is mushy peas in a big ball. And I play fish and I play football with fish and chips. I play fish and chips with football. My house is a giant football. My bed is fish and chips. What else can't you yeah, do when you're a kid? You're not allowed to do. Um, you can't have cocoa pops for breakfast. Unlucky! Unlucky oh, again! Because oh, when we can, me and Carrie, we, can. Oh, yeah, we yeah we just sprinkle oh, cocoa pops on the fish and chips. Oh yeah, while I'm doing some headers of the ball, yeah. I sprinkle the cocoa pops on <laughs> the fish and chips and I stuff it down my god. I stick the cocoa pops <laughs> up oh, my nose. I stick the chips in my ears. So I come round to your house. I go, oh bad luck. What have you got? <laughs> Gruel and muesli. Oh dear. Oh no. Oh some cocoa pops have just come out my nose and I don't even care. I've got millions. I've got millions. What else can't you do when you're a kid? Um, we can't wear glasses to school. This morning I wasn't wearing glasses. I just thought, oh, I'm so full of fish, chips, cocoa, pops and football. But do you know what I fancy? Some glasses. I just called up my friend. He's an optician. He came round to my house. We had some yep. fish and chips, cocoa, pops. We played a bit of football and he gave me free glasses. Yep. And he said, you can wear them to school anytime you like. You can do what you like because you're an adult. Yep. Not like Catherine and Michael. They're yep. not allowed to do anything. I spent just... all day just kicking fish and chips around my house <laughs> they... while I'm eating footballs and glasses. And it's brilliant. Yeah, they sit in a room. They're allowed fish and chips once a year if they're lucky oh, that will soon change after Brexit once a year if you're lucky yeah. and the fish will be an old flannel and the chips will just be toenails yeah <laughs> question three who won the first sport well who played the first sport and, and what was the, the first sport, sport as we know yep. was bowls yep but it was sea bowls sea bowls it was very difficult to play because you'd stand by, by the shore and you'd roll your bowl along the sea. Which is where we get the song. Roll, 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 roll your, your bowl, bowl gently, gently down, down the sea. sea. Merrily, 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 merrily. I wonder where my bowl's gone. Yeah. Because it would sink. It would just sink. <laughs> but I'll tell you the first players, there were two main champions in the old days. Because this was oh. invented in... Do you know when Shakespeare was alive? Um... No. Well, it wasn't when he was alive anyway. So. No, it was long before that. <laughs> it was long what are you talking about Shakespeare for? This was in ancient Roman time. Ancient Romans, right? The ancient Romans. They loved they, bowls. They loved bowls. Couldn't get bowl. enough of them. Sea I mean, bowl. they really couldn't get enough of them because you, you rolled it along once and disappeared. So, there were two main champions <laughs> of the time. Mm. There was Garrulus. Garrulus. And there was Sharonicus. There was Garrulus. So it was like this. Garrulus versus Sharonicus in the, in the 72... AD Roman Sea Bowl Championships. You know, because they're called championships because all the sport was because at sea. The so yeah. the championships. Garrulus steps up so to the, the seashore. Oh, and he's got he's got great form this year. We're hoping for big things from Garrulus this time. He's scratching his armpits <laughs> like he always does. And he's, he's uh, sniffing his fingers. Yeah. And oh no, that's not a good face. Oh, he must have really stinky armpits. Stink, stinky armpits. That's Stink, not a good start. Never mind. He gets his his sea bowl and he, he's. Bowled it into the sea, and yes, uh, it's sunk. Yes, it's, yes, it's gone into the sea, like they um, always do, like yeah. they always do. But now, yeah, so, oh, Sharonicus, Sharonicus. Uh, reckons she can beat that, and Sharonicus steps up to the Oki. That's why they called it an Oki because it was an Oki, and she's she's getting ready to bowl there. Oh no, Garrulus has lifted up his armpit, and Sharonicus oh! has, has passed out and oh, dropped the sea ball on her own foot. Oh. Game to Garrulus. So they, that's the answer. Garrulus won the first sport. Yeah, but by we cheating. Think, yeah, by but cheating. Basi- yeah, basically by cheating. Yeah, it's all written down by Cato, who was Is a cat. Cato even an, what? If it's a cat, how he was can a, he be an author? Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, really? Right. Really? Do we have to teach you everything? <laughs> Not all cats are authors, only the occasional cat. Charles Dickens, cat. cat. Dostoevsky, not a cat. Goethe, cat. cat. 
<laughs> Shakespeare, part cat. Yeah. Name an author, your favourite author. Um, Jacqueline Wilson. Wilson, cat. Andy Stanton. Oh, now he's half dog, half cat. <laughs> 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 uh, name another author. Enid Blyton. Oh, Enid Blyton. She had a cat, and the cat used to write the stories for her, but she took all the credit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so the famous five, written by a cat. Yeah. And, oh. and there were 12 of them. But there's a dog. In Famous Five, so why? Would that's why. That's why he it? doesn't. That's why he always gets the worst lines. Yeah, because the cat doesn't like. That's it. why I know all the Famous Five stories. The dog always falls off a cliff at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's not and why, true. And why? And why the only thing he ever says? The only thing he ever says is "woof." Yeah. And there's that scene in Five, Rubbish lines. five Go Terrible. to Smuggler's Top where the where the dog gets beaten up by a load of cats. Yeah. And that was Enid Blyton's cat making a statement about yeah. cats and dogs. So a lot of authors are cats. Some are part cats, some are humans. Some are just people. Uh, Sometimes you can spot whether authors are actually cats. Yeah, that, that bit in the Noddy books where he chokes on a furball, that was written by Enid Blyton's cat. Yeah, and, the, and, that bit, and that bit, right, in The Secret Seven, where all the kids just eat a load of cat food. Yeah. Don't they give don't away. ever eat a load yeah. of cat food. I don't think you've read the, um, all these Secret the Seven Magic Faraway books, Tree, though. the way everyone just goes somewhere where they can play with a lot of string. Yeah, and that horrible scene in the litter box. Oh, yeah, that's, that's disgusting. Or, yeah, dreadful. Do you remember that scene where Moonface just squats down? Did you know? The blue whale is the smallest creature on the planet. Although a lot of people think that whales are birds, they are in actual fact a type of fudge. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Did you know? It is illegal to murder people in Mexico. Actually, not just Mexico. The following question was recorded some time ago and contains some out-of-date bits about sticking pinky fingers up Theresa May's nostrils, whoever Theresa May might have been. Question four! In Brexit, why do they call it a party? That's a brilliant question. That is a really good because question. Because a party is a really fun time where everyone enjoys themselves and has a lot of yummy food. Not that type of party. I know. This is where it comes from. Long before there were, you know, parties like political parties, there were um, parties like fun time parties and pass the parcel and stuff like that. And so that's, that's where true. that came from. 
That is not true. What do you mean that's not true? You don't have fun things at Brexit. (laughs) (laughs) Some people like like Brexit, don't they? So to them, it's one big happy party. How stupid do you think Brexit is? Um, Very stupid. Yeah, why is that? 101% 101% stupid. I agree. Yeah. 1,000 million percent so, so quite stupid. But what is wrong with Brexit, Michael? Tell the nation. Theresa May is boring. <laughs> what would you say to, to Theresa May if she was standing in the room right now? I would say, get out of here, man. Yeah, get out, <laughs> of, get here, out of here, man. And then yeah. what, would, what would you do to her if she refused to go? What would you do? I would uh, stick my pinky up her nose. <laughs> yeah, right. And what, and what, and what then? Do you think she'd go, I'm sorry, Michael, we won't do Brexit then! I'm sorry! <laughs> is that all she needs, a pinky up the nostril? Yeah. Do you think so? Why isn't anyone doing this? Why isn't anyone going to Parliament and sticking their pinky up Theresa May's little nostril? Are they scared it might get stuck? <laughs> They're scared because the cats might kill her. They're too busy writing books. Yeah, okay. wouldn't worry about the cats. Yeah. OK, what would you do if Theresa May was in the room, Catherine? What would I'll, you say to her first? I'd call her a dumbo. Yeah. Go oh, on. Okay. Oh, okay. strong words, strong parliamentary words. Carrie, why don't you be Theresa May? OK. And Catherine, you be Catherine. <laughs> Can you be... Have you ever been Catherine before? Yes, I'm Catherine. Oh, great. Catherine. So you've had a lot of experience. So, oh, Carrie, yeah. have you ever been Theresa May before? Uh, no, but I'll give her a good old go. I'm classically trained. Brilliant. Let's see the confrontation. <laughs> Theresa May versus Catherine over the issue of Brexit. <laughs> Theresa May! Dumbo! What? Dumbo! What? Dumbo! Quick, Michael! Pinky up the nostril <laughs> time! Ah! You calling me a Dumbo? Why are you calling me a Dumbo? So get out of the seat then! Tell her that we won't stand for Brexit anymore. Tell her, kids! We won't stand for Brexit. I can call my best anymore. friends here to do karate on you if you Yeah! <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to do any karate here, you pinky up my nose! Touch your eyeball then! Oh, my eyeball! He, he's got her oh, in the I eyeballs, guys. Oh, I can't <laughs> see your smell! I'm still doing Brexit, though. What else have you got? Um, I'm Theresa hey, May. Kids, kids, I've just seen in her handbag she's got loads of fish and chips. Go and get it. Ah, ah, not me fish and chips. Not me good British fish and chips. Yeah, take it from her. She doesn't, deserve, she doesn't deserve it. Get her, kids. Get her fish and chips. No, Stick, yeah. not my precious chips. Stick a thousand pinkies up her nostrils, kids. <laughs> I just want to go home and play football in my house. Right, Dumbo on her hair. All right, oh, don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, that's it. We've sorted out Brexit, that's Brexit. again. Um. Question, Question five. Who was the first person to wear gloves? Who oh. was the first person to wear gloves? Well, back in the old days, back in the old, old days, back in the period of history that I'm about to reveal in one ago. moment when I've decided what sort of period of history Any we want to talk about. Any moment now At we're going to know when it back was. in the Great Fire of London. London. I'll tell you what happened. There was a man. His name was Stan. He was sitting in the middle of a lane. He had a little pain. He looked down at his finger and he thought to himself, I've got a bit of a manky finger, right? <laughs> What shall I do? I, I don't really like. I, I don't really like how it feels. What I need to do is protect it. So he went over to the baker shop, and he said, "My finger is it's exposed to the elements. It's it's going. It gets hurt if I even wave it in the air. What can you do?" Baker says to him, "All right, Stan. Why don't you just dip your hands into these into this big pile of dough, and then we'll bake your hands in the oven to protect your hands so they won't get hurt." Yep. And the, they were the first gloves. They were made of dough. So Stan puts his hands into the oven, right? And That's about definitely not true. <gasps> you haven't heard the end of it yet. It is true. Stan it is true. Puts, he puts his hands into the oven, and about an hour later, yeah. he's got these two massive 
massive gloves of bread. Huge, great, delicious, impractical gloves big, he had. Big cobs, right? Oh. And so, in actual fact, right, that night he went out and he got into an argument with someone and he started punching them around. So the first gloves were actually boxing gloves yep. made of bread, right? And then it, and then it rained. Uh, and he has to go and get new ones. And then also, right, every morning, Stan would go down the baker's and get a new pair of loaves of bread mm-hmm. baked onto his hands. That's why they're called gloves, because they're, gee, loaves. Yeah, exactly, they come from the word for loaves. Gee, loaves. Gee, Oh, I, everyone would say to Stan in, like, 17th century London, gee, Stan, I like your loaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Right, and the Americans later copied that accent and used it for their country. Yeah. That's how people in London used to talk. Hey, Stan, how's it hanging, man? Gee, Oh, my gosh. What a great idea. What a great idea. What an absolutely supoid idea. I am overwhelmed by the goodness of your idea, Stan. You know, you, 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 yeah. know, you know what, Stan? They, 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 they protect your hands. They taste great. Oh. You can punch people in the face I with s- them. This w- is awesome. This is awesome. This I is- want to get me a pair of these g loaves. g loaves. And they took off. The G must love the bread. The yeah, G loves exactly. the bread. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they used to call Stan the G Man because he, he the loved G-man. the because G Love loved the gloves. The gloves. He goes, I'm the G Man. G Love loved the gloves. And then, of course, the Great Fire of London happened, yep. and that's how toast was invented. Absolutely <laughs> true. Did you know? Did you suspect? Could you even understand that history could be brought to life so excitingly by could those in the Could you have imagined? Could you? On you this can, Saturday lunchtime, you would have learned quite so much. You can almost smell the loaves of knowledge in the air. Just smell the toast of information. Now, do you know what it's like? It is like we have planted dough in your heads. Mm-hmm. And the more we talk, it's like an oven that heats up the dough. And the, the, I don't the, feel hot on my no, no, but it's a metaphor. The bread, the bread, <laughs> the bread of knowledge rises in your brain. Can you feel it rising in your brain? No, the not bread really. of that. knowledge is staying in my bread forever. Yes! yes! And our work here is done. Well, there we are. The bread of knowledge has been permanently planted in everyone's heads, courtesy of me, Professor Carrie Quinlan, head research scientist in the Laboratory of Life. And me, laboratory assistant Andy Stanton, basic lickspittle in the Laboratory of Life, and guy who washes out the test tubes and sometimes accidentally blows his own bum off when he gets the chemicals mixed up. <laughs> his own bum off. And you've been listening to... Ask, Ask the, the Clever The Nincompoops was produced by Sam Day and is a Great Big Owl production. Ow, my bum! You idiots. Bye! GreatBigOwl.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.